Yeah, talking about Eufy.com. The Eufy video lock is unbelievable. Get it on Amazon. You can get it at Best Buy stores starting on May 20th. What is it? It's a smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security, so you can have everything you need in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys like my wife. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips head screwdriver, no drilling required. It's got a keyless entry. No more fumbling for the keys. When hands are full, never worry about kids losing keys or passing among the renters of your house. You got a rental property out there? This is a must-have. I love this product. Uh, Just got it a couple weeks ago. Huge fan. Have the ring camera. It's okay. It's not as great as this, so I swapped it out. Uh, Go to Eufy Video Lock today on YouTube. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit EUFYofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We're back, baby. Tuesday, back from the weekend in Tampa. Went to the Rowdies and Rays game here. Uh, And now we're joined by Robbie Bernstein, Robbie, what year did you get out of the white supremacist? <laughs> I'm still in it, man. Oh, it looks I'm, like it. Yeah, I'm touring the country trying to repeat, recruit people to my cause. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Oh, yeah. You look like you look like we're 15 minutes into American History Acts right now. Yeah. Where it's just Edward Norton's about to put his hand slowly behind his head to that <laughs> cop and smile. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, um, no, I joke about it because as far as Jews go, I might be one of the most Nazi-looking Jews that have ever lived. Are you a Jew too? Hundred percent. Yeah. Shut the fuck. Well, his up. last name is Bernstein. You know, he <laughs> may as well, you know, be in full regalia right now. I didn't know if he was a bear though. You oh, know? fair enough. Yeah. You know, what, you wait, never were those know. bears Jewish? No, the Bernstein bears. It's Baron Stein bear. That's, is it really? Yes. Yeah, that's one of those. Uh, we're on a bad timeline. The world skipped, and we all have fake memories. No shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn it. What's the, what is it called? Uh, we talked about it on the show. Long time the Mandela ago. effect. Yeah, that's it. The Mandela effect. Yeah. It's, it's named after George Mandela. <laughs> I have no idea who that yeah. is. No, it's Nelson Mandela. Because <laughs> everybody thought he died or some shit. Or they, thought, that yeah, he they was, thought he died in jail. Or they thought he was Morgan Freeman. I right. thought he was an old Asian woman for no reason. Really? I no. don't even know why I came up with it. Nel- it doesn't sound like a woman. Nelson. No, Nelson. I don't know why well, I these days, that. you never know. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. We're all kind of just choosing genders and figuring it the fuck out. Yeah. You know? Uh, cheers, though, man. Thanks for coming in today. We appreciate it. Honored to be here. Man, that's wild, though. Yeah. A fucking skinhead Jew. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, well, brother. Well, the, the believer a- with uh, Ryan Gosling, right? Yeah. 
He was a skinhead, Jew. Yeah. I'm a, a I'm a bald guy, but the way I shave it, it looks like it's by choice. It so, does, yeah. Yeah, so that that's why it's got the skinhead appeal. Because there's too much hair that you're still seeing where you're yeah. like, oh, shit. If I if I give this two more days, I look like George Costanza. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, it's a total carve out of the middle. Full bozo ring. Oh, oh yeah, it does not look pretty. <clears throat> you tucked up, the fryer tuck? Absolutely. Do you Son feel the uh, Do you feel any pressure to wear a shirt, letting people know you're Jewish so they don't try to assault you and shit? Because you live <laughs> in the Northeast, so. Yeah. You know. Nazis aren't really welcome up there for yeah, the most exactly. part. Yeah, exactly. No, I get some looks every now and again, but I haven't had any problems. And every once in a while, I get these uh, racist women. They just throw their vaginas at me, so it all works out. Really? Like, yeah. And, and what is it? Like, out of guilt that they're like, hey, let me give you my pussy? Or the opposite of they want to hate fuck you? No, they're like, there's not enough people who are openly white supremacists in the Northeast. No and Yeah. Shit. And so they're like, this is what I've been looking for. God damn it. All right. This is, you're the guest I've been looking for here, okay? I've always said this in private. No, never in public. They don't like Jews? Go no. for it. I, yeah, no, he yeah, says yeah, that yeah. in public, I, I all, the public yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, just don't say the N-word. Um, no, but uh, uh, behind the scenes, I've always said, I was like, I wonder if there's a fucking subset of culture yeah. of, of chicks that are just like, man, I really want to fuck a white supremacist. <laughs> and it's and I said I said the, the sex has got to be wild as shit. Well, yeah, if you've got Is like true or false? if you've got woke well, parents, right? You guys back me into a corner. I was totally making that up. There's never oh, been Oh god, damn it. <laughs> there's never Robbie. been a white supremacist chick who looked at me and said, "I'm going to have sex with this little Jew." Fuck. <laughs> but they're probably well, I mean, I don't you know. You got about my that. hopes up. I today. know I did. Well, sorry. <laughs> my bad. I think it might be what. So you know the trope of the uh, middle class white woman that bangs a black dude to piss her dad off, right? Yeah. Yes. There's got to be the inverse of that. A super woke family, I, yes. whose daughter goes and bangs a fucking white supremacist to piss their dad off, yeah. or the one who was born into the white supremacist family and then goes and has sex with little Jew boys. That's that's what oh, I got to be finding. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. well, you're gonna have to George Costanza your hair up a little bit. Right, right. I got to yeah. look more of the part. Yeah. yeah. Or at least wear a fucking. Star David around your neck or something. You got to do something, right? To right, show it to on. better identify. Yeah. Man, uh, I'm learning a lot here already. Either way, I like <laughs> it, dude. Yeah. Because um, Rappaport's up there, too. He was also uh, Remy. Remember when we played Remy in uh, Higher Learning? I remember Another white from, supremacist. Uh, from Prison Break when he, in the earlier seasons, when that was still a good show. Come on. That's you don't I remember re- him as, as Remy, the white supremacist? Wait, who was he in Prison Break? He was a. Uh, the detective. Something like that. Yeah. 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 He was terrible. Uh, I'm not kidding. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, it's Michael Rappaport. Rappaport is Rappaport in every single movie. Right. That's just... what he. That's the party place. And I don't mind it. Like I, I like it. But then when you're trying to be a cop, I'm just like, man, I can't get. Into well, the this best bullshit. shit he does is the voiceovers of animals and stuff. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, ma, yeah. there's a fucking cat or whatever. Right, right, that's right. the that's my favorite shit that he does. Right. Um, but however, he's super left, you know, and uh, and you're not. Uh, what do you think of all the crazy shit that's going on right now? Um, because right now Moscow got fucking bombed today. Do you? I, you've got the the My state shirt state on. I was like, Hell dude, yeah. I can easily <laughs> ask you about this today. Um, do you think any of that is real? Because that's what they're trying to figure out now. Um, remember, there was a drone strike. What was it, two or three weeks ago? Now there's this, and they're like, war is coming to Putin's doorstep. Is any of this real? Well, the last drone strike seems so odd to me because it went off at the last second without much of an explosion. It just seemed. Like, I don't know, real half. The best I could say of it was that the Ukrainians were going, hey, look, we could get you. Mm -hmm. We're not getting you, but we're capable of getting you. So you think maybe it's like that Iranian attack after we killed Soleimani? Where they just launch random missiles in a random fucking base or some shit? I don't even remember that incident. When was that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh, 2001. Yep. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, no, two thousand. It was uh, February, I think, of two thousand. Mm-hmm. Right. It was the second weird thing that happened that year before COVID. It right. was, and uh, and then boom, that's it. Twenty twenty. I think you're, you're saying. Well, the, the whole yeah. Ukraine thing is just so dumb. We should be. We should have de-escalated that forever ago. We're literally just throwing Ukrainian lives at Putin to try and bleed them dry, but it doesn't make sense because it's also costing us money. Mm-hmm. The the whole thing makes no sense. We're uh, hopefully the next election cycle we throw out Biden and they instantly get us out of this Ukrainian war because there, there's no benefit. We're claiming that it's humanitarian, that we're trying to help the Ukrainian people. There's been more Ukrainian deaths than like the entire Vietnam War. You can check that one, but the numbers are atrocious and it's entirely our fault. We could have de-escalated this. We didn't have to push them into it. It's a, it's a train wreck. It is. Uh, Bob, they've actually got video of it now. Uh, if you go to thesun.com, which is where I get all my news, the U.S. Sun, They've got the video of this kamikaze uh, drone uh, strike. It says, in earshot. Uh, that's a big stretch of Putin's palace. As mushroom cloud fills the sky and worst attack in Moscow since World War II. What is with an Show us the mean? video. Yeah. It was like, how did they know where he was at? He was chilling on his porch. He could hear it. He isn't within earshot. Well, it sounds like it was just an earshot of a location he probably isn't even at. Right. Yeah, that's what that sounds like. Because I don't assume either of them are there. Well, Zelensky, we know, isn't there. Um, he just spoke at a fucking college graduation the other day <laughs> here in America. Yeah, did you see that? He was at James Madison. I did not. Imagine that's your commencement speaker. No, no, no. He wasn't at James Madison. What was it? Uh, John Hopkins. Oh, what? I, sorry. Very the much two, the two first names. I two was off totally on. different universities. John Hopkins and James Madison. Yes. What about Josh Hopkins? What about Josh, the He's brother? He's pretty cool. I like him. All right. Yeah, yeah, you like him? I love Cougar Town. What about DeAndre Hopkins? I hope he goes to the Chiefs. He's just, oh, he got, just relax. No, That's what I said, off. too, Bob. That's what I said, too. Dominate. What let's, kind of bootlicker is like wanting him to go to a foot, the best team in the NFL already? I do. Piece of shit. Fuck I want to see Bob. it happen, yeah. I just want to see Mahomes Super Saiyan. Just all fucking a golden god. He, just, he wouldn't do it, though. Same. He, you know, he would just dick around all year. Who was the commencement speech last year at John Hopkins? Because if it was like a Will Ferrell... And then you're looking forward to another celebrity, and you end up with Zelensky. You must oh, be I, so pissed. Dude, I got boned at mine at Ohio State. I got boned. It was somebody rad, and then the next year it was uh, some survivor of some war torn country in, in, in Africa that I've never heard of. And they were like, oh, he's going to tell this amazing story. And I was right. like, bro, it's 95 degrees out. Right. Is it more amazing than me, like as hungover <laughs> as I am, just even showing up today than this, you know, to right. hear this? And it was. This is supposed to be my thing. I don't want to pretend like I care. Yeah. This was supposed to be my day. It was, it was my day. Yeah. And then it, all of a sudden I'm hearing clicks. This guy's rolling over yeah. my whole uh, celebration. I'll uh. say Zelensky seems cooler than this one. Who? Uh, let me. I mean, this has got some heat. Uh, it's Administrator Samantha Power, a former UN ambassador and the current administrator of the United States Agency for International Development. Is she hot? Uh, no. This will be the deciding factor for me. If she if she's sexy, great. Nope. Let's do it. Nope. If not, scratch nope. her off the list. No. Nope. But sitting there for Zelensky's thing. Imagine too, you got like super conservative parents, you know, who are the same way where they're just like, I fucking hate Ukraine, I fucking hate Biden and everything else. Kind of pissed off you spent all this money at this oh, university. Yeah. You show up for your kids' graduation and all of a sudden. And guest speaker, President Vladimir Zelensky. You'd be like, fuck this place. <laughs> I've never been to a graduation ceremony. Did you skip yours? All of them. Oh, really? All three times in college and high school. There's, did you know who the speaker was? I didn't care because okay. it's fucking stupid. Did, even I already the, did all the work. I'm not going to sit there. There's a, you don't get any extra credit for sitting there yeah. like an asshole dressed like a fucking dummy. Even had, if the uh, speaker's dope. Yeah, we had Bill Clinton. Did what? you really? Yeah. 
Holy shit! Did he, he pull his dick out? Did they just find him on a bench jerking off yeah. on campus, kind of drunk with like a forty in a fucking bag? Pulling yeah, on his he, was, he, was, he had a saxophone case too. Yeah, they were just like, "Listen, man, we can arrest you, or you can do this commencement speech. It's <laughs> he, up to you." And he's he, just he, like, Boo-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. and then he just pops up the sax, pulls gonna be, it out from underneath his robe. There gonna be chicks at this graduation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we gonna fuck. Wait, where's Delco? We gonna fuck tonight? We gonna fuck? <laughs> I'm looking to fuck. I didn't do my college graduation, but that's because at the time I hadn't graduated and I told my parents that I did. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. And you were in somebody's yard burning crosses? Exactly. It's hard to look at the... (laughs) Um, So was Zelensky and this other chick, were people stoked about it? Did it say in the article if they were like, hey, this is fucking amazing? You get to see where all of our money's going, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, right? We're we're, we're sending that guy billions of dollars a month. Technically, 75% of it doesn't leave the U.S., right? It just goes to the military military people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And of so. that 25% that's going over there, it's just lining pockets. Well, it's yeah. coming right back. They're just well, like, washing hey, it. And I'm it, sure he got a private jet to go to this yeah. fucking thing. Oh, it, yeah. t- it takes money to make money. So we're funding. Uh, he joined. <laughs> he, he was a live streamed uh, speech mm. from Ukraine. Uh, he's probably not oh, in Ukraine. They, I, I don't think he's in Ukraine. Zoomed well, in, dude? Re- 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 regardless yeah. of where it was, yeah, it was yeah. not on John Hopkins. He campus. was down the street. He at the fucking, fucking yeah. He was exactly. down where they filmed the fucking moon landing or something. That's yeah, where they, they're keeping him in a bunker somewhere. He was. He fucking zoomed in. That makes it even worse. You know why? Those kids had to go through two and a half years of COVID, staying in their dorms, doing classes on Zoom, and they're like, "Oh, we're finally out. We finally graduated. Who's the guest?" And on Zoom, here's fucking Zelensky. Mm. That's insult to injury. You have a shitty guest, and he zooms in for it. Boy. What's insult to injury is the fact that we're funding the Ukrainian government and paying their pensioners right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good chunk of the money we sent them is to pay retired former government officials in Ukraine. Great. Well. We got to bribe them to stay in this war. We sure do. Uh, let's see this video, Bob, of uh, of these drone strikes. I think they I shot them all seen down. This, by the way. Oh shit! It's a nice little explosion. Yeah, that fucking landed. So that was the drone that just blew up, or that was the what the drone dropped? Uh, that was the. Oh, we'll He's saying it's flight, flying right above us. Look at it. Look at it. I speak fluent Russian. Well, he did say, it's flying right at me, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. These are some great shots, though. It's that new galaxy. This bitch is right back. Yeah, that's just landed out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know why they're calling them drone kamikaze strikes. Because drones are, by definition, not kamikaze because they're not fucking piloted. Right, you need a person in there. Yeah, I don't understand that. So I think there's cheaper drones where the drone itself is the bomb. Yeah, you just strap about two to five pounds of Semtex to it and fly it into something and it detonates. But that's still not kamikaze. Right, but I, I guess versus like uh, whatever the other ones are, they're actually just dropping. I, that, that would be a, a drone strike because it's a drone firing a weapon at something. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't consider a drone strike to be flying a drone. There's something. another it's, one. I mean, Here we go. This is basically just a piloted missile. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, but that's what all missiles are now. All right, you can yeah, they fly them the whole time, yeah. right? We don't have fire and forget. Well, I, maybe Ukraine does because they're fucking using old shit, but we don't have fire and forget missiles. We don't do that. Um, well, so, do, yeah, they, they vowed to respond. I'm looking at some of the images here from these buildings. <sighs> a lot of this looks staged. You got to call bullshit day one for anything. Yeah. You know I mean, it, it, that's just everyone's lying to us. You need a couple of days for the dust to settle. Well, do you remember it, how um, Russians in Belarus allegedly attacked Poland? But it turns out it was Ukrainians in Ukraine that fired anti-surface or right, surface right, air right. missiles and they landed in a Polish neighborhood. 
And that was the story for about a week, right? Well, because Zelensky was yelling, hey, this is a violation of NATO. You, like, we, you have to go attack on for us. Yeah, and then it turned yeah. out that Zelensky, I, not necessarily on purpose, but it was Ukrainian missiles. Well, it was a violation of NATO, so maybe we should invade Ukraine. Yeah, that would make the most sense. And then we could end the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Be great. I like that. Um, I mean, well, what does Ukraine really have to offer? Because... And all this footage we've seen from the evacuations and the war and stuff, I haven't seen one hot girl, not one. Oh, I Dude, did. go to any strip club in America. They're filled with hot Ukrainians. Yeah, yeah. That, we already have them oh, is what already, I'm saying. Uh, no. We've oh. extracted the resources that matter there. It's over. For did, you, did you see the image when the war first started of yeah. all the hot girls uh, getting on the train and then uh, every dude was pushing the black people out of the way so they could get the hot women on the, on the train? I did see them pushing away individuals. I don't re- And I thought it was also gay people they weren't letting on. Yeah, well, that's Yeah, true. but how do you right. tell? You got to cut them in half and count the rings. Yeah. <laughs> um. But that's, I always thought like... Uh, uh, it, that the fact that I was seeing these gorgeous Ukrainian women was an indicator that they must all be gorgeous in Ukraine. You're saying that we've already evacuated the best of it, and everything that's left behind is probably just trash pussy. Yeah, we've got, got a lot of them. They've got natural yeah. gas and wheat, but no more hot girls. Right? Yeah, we've got all the, we've got most of them, and then the rest of them went on trains somewhere else. Right. Because um, let's face it, if so you're o- if you're over there and you're like, hey, dude. This is going to go on for a while. Chances are these these, these women have, have moved on. Think of right? it like this. You're, America is the bouncer at the club. Mm-hmm. And they're looking through the line and like, oh, she's too, you don't, hey, honey, you don't belong in line. Get, Get out of here. Yeah, and, yeah. and Ukraine in this scenario is the line. So really, the only thing we should be covering right now is where did all the hot Ukrainian women go? That's the That's mystery, the storyline. Right? That's the yeah. mystery. Yeah. Trains full of Ukrainian women. And what women. I want to know is are we getting our money's worth? Because... Germany, which is the biggest power in Europe, mm-hmm. is not pulling their weight. We know that for a fact. Yeah, so they, if all these hot chicks went to Germany, we got to go fight Germany. I, I again. feel like we've got yeah, we can't let it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Germany's like Bruce Banner at the beginning of the Avengers. You know, just trying. They're afraid they're going to Hulk out again, <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to avoid. Now, which, really... which one, by the way? Because I, I got to go Edward Norton. I can't go Mark Ruffalo. <clears throat> yeah, at they're, all. they're Ruffalo. I, the... I guess the scenario is about the same because Norton's character was hiding in South America too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just high. They're just really afraid of getting too much stress and what's going to happen. Ruffalo's just too fucking soft for me. I, he's too soft serve that guy. Give me. Give me the other one, and I'm good to go on this sitch. I can't do a Ruffalo. Yeah, Edward can't. Norton has committed hate crimes right in front of our eyes. Yeah. So we know he's tough. Yeah, exactly. I you, mean, what's the toughest? The movie? Yeah, absolutely. What, <laughs> I based my entire life's look after that movie. <laughs> what's the toughest thing that uh, Mark Ruffalo's ever done? Being that black and white, gay-ass fucking video they made? Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, the Imagine one, yeah. Fucking loser. I know. I hope that guy gets mouth cancer. Well, I, he might. I think he had it. Oh, good for him. Fuck uh, or him. a tumor or something. Um, that's why he's so slow. He kind of talks slow like that. He had some form of thing. Good. Fuck him. They didn't really say what it was. That guy's a piece of shit. Um, what happened with Chick-fil-A here? There's a, there's a thing that just pops up in my feed that says, uh, Chick-fil-A is receiving an onslaught of conservative ire after the company's diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives spread across social media. What the fuck happened there? Uh, one of our core values at Chick-fil-A, uh, is that we are better together. When we combine our unique backgrounds and experiences with a culture of belonging, we can discover new ways to strengthen the quality of care. We deliver to customers, to the communities, and we serve If the they're going to go woke, then no excuse for being closed on Sundays. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Quick. Open it up. Yeah. I remember when they hated gays for a long time. Did they stop doing that? That's when their chicken was still delicious. It's still good. <laughs> Look, don't but get it, me it, wrong. It's not like those hating gay era. But I, I lived in a heavy gay community at that time right. uh, in Hollywood. 
Okay. And it was right there. So the Chick-fil-A was right near West Hollywood. No lines. Right on the so corner. Loved it. Well, that's what I thought. So I get up that day happy as shit. You know, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, there's going to be nobody this Chick-fil-A today. Nope. Didn't stop one single person. I saw more gays there than ever. They were like, fuck it. The chicken is worth it. I don't really give a fuck about their beliefs. Right. Um, so it was fine. Now with this, I, I think Chick-fil-A is above the law on both sides here. I don't think people fucking care. You Whatever think Chick-fil-A is. is the product that's so delicious yes. that people are consuming it no matter what? Yep. There's only one way to really test this theory, and that's for the CEO of Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. to go full Papa John. Mm. <laughs> that's the only way, right? Because that's the one thing that you can never get away with, is just uh, casually using the N-word in board meetings. I've, I've got a theory, though. I don't think <laughs> black people like Chick-fil-A. I think they like Popeyes. But it's not black people that get, ever get mad about that shit. It's middle-aged white women. Right. Right? Right. So it doesn't, that's irrelevant. So I don't think, but, but on, on a Chick-fil-A stance like this, if Homeboy dropped the N-word you know, 17 times, and then went through two years of counseling and just said, I'm, I'm almost ready well, to get rid of it. Well, it was 26 months. He spent my... <laughs> 26 months working that word out of my, my His uh, vocabulary. He was yeah, still in the process of it. Yeah. Oh, he was still, <laughs> yeah. still in the process. At the end, he goes, it's al- I'm almost you know, yeah. there. It's only like six a day at this point, and I'm trying to wean myself off. He's Some days it's only off. three. Yeah. Is there a mm-hmm. uh, using the N-word rehab clinic? <laughs> Oh, that uh, apparently there was. And I that's think you sit into the Grand Canyon and you sit at the bottom of it, get okay. high, and just yell the N word as loud and as get you it can. out of your yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. also said a day of reckoning was coming, and then COVID happened. So who said that? John Papa Papa said the a day Papa? of reckoning will come. So are you, a reckoning dropped. for whom and over what exactly? I don't know. He just said a day of reckoning. Hmm. Yeah, not what all his think? ingredients are better. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but so, so I guess they're calling this DEI. Is that that now a new thing? Diversity, equity. I've never heard of uh, an acronym for it. Yeah, that's the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion is, is, I guess, the corporate stamp for all the woke shit. That's okay. what they call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm breezing through the, ar- the article here. Uh, it's not that fucking terrible. If you were to you make a want? camp that would teach you to not say the N-word, what would you do? It's like listen to Jimi Hendrix all the time and like watch Denzel movies? Well, I don't know that people are, 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 you'd have to discover why people are using the word in the first place. Is it a general disrespect or dislike of black people? Or is it they want to like, because Mexicans in Southern California say the N-word all the time. And they're allowed for some reason now? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really I don't know. It. They just don't give a shit, right? So, Fair. I, and I think that's more of like co-opting culture. You know what I mean? And then there's obviously the, uh, the odd white dude who gets caught singing rap lyrics who gets canceled as well. Yeah, because with this, as, as we uh, keep going through all of this shit here, I'm with you on the church thing on Sunday. Like, hey, dude, you want to be inclusive and really fucking open shit up? Then, well, you know, Sundays don't exist for, for everybody. Let's, let's crack that bitch open. I would pay to have uh, some of those, those breakfast biscuits on a Sunday morning, especially with kids. God damn it, dude. Nice and easy. Those little tiny hash browns yeah. dude, that are about the size of a quarter. Let's fucking I like go, the hash dude. browns, but I you you uh, suggested earlier that um, their hate for gay was when the chicken was still good. I agree with you that Chick Fil A has fallen off quite a bit, and I don't I don't know that they're related necessarily. Okay, oh, but Chick Fil A has not been good for a while. So go to hey Bob, go to an account called I Meme Therefore I Am on on uh, Twitter. Uh, it is at I M M E M E O. And it says here, so it turns out I was right. Chick-fil-A CEO Dan Cathy says all white people should get on their knees and shine black people's shoes with a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment. What a self-hating loser. 
Now, I want to point this out that I have not seen this video. So I don't know if he says this. Yeah, we, or not. we're going to need to find that. Video. Yeah, can't really shine shoes anymore. Yeah, do they do they like their Jordan shine? Well, is that a thing? So the, so after the George Floyd thing, and I don't know if you guys remember this, there was uh, churches in the South. One of them was South Carolina, I believe, or North Carolina, where uh, white people lined up. It to was kissing wash black people's kissing feet. their boots, literally kissing their boots, yeah. and then washing their feet in buckets. And I guess <laughs> it was some old b- biblical thing. Yeah, that's the video, Bob. So I haven't seen this. Does he really say this, or is this guy just fucking making it up? Uh, he probably guy. does say because he's a wacky Christian. Well, he's a Mormon. Is oh, he is really? He a... Let's see it. Let's All hear right. it. Let's hear it. Pop it up. Merman. Our closing moments here, but a story that was shared with me by a dear friend who shared with me about a revival that was taking place at a church in Texas. Oh, he sounds gay. And uh, at that he's revival gay. on the front seat was an older African-American, young, uh, older African-American man, man that was sitting there. And this young man got up that uh, was there in that service, and he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes. And uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action Shut here. Shut the fuck up. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just uh, go right on over. No and shine fucking shoes. way is this real. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes or on or not, maybe they got sandals. Even the on. black guy's laughing really as he's shining matter. his shoes. Is that Robert Griffin the third. There, there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some some personal. Action here. Maybe we need to give him a hug, too. Isn't this even more racist? Oh, my God. Yes, yes dude. It's more racist like, hey, you know how we make it up to black people? We shine their shoes. We know that they're really into their sneakers. So I, I bought about 1,500 of these, and I gave it all our Chick-fil-A operators and staff a number of years ago. And uh, so any expressions of a contrite heart, of a sense of humility, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment, uh, beget with an apologetic heart, I think that's... I mean, that's you our, are fucking joking me. That's uncomfortable. That's like I don't, I don't see black people as people, and so the only thing I can think that I can relate to them is if oh, I show up and be, shine their God, shoes. Dude. It's like who could for reparations, the, we're gonna give them uh, some fried chicken, some crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that. like what the fuck? We're, is and we're gonna shine their shoes. Oh, oh, here's season tickets to your favorite NBA <laughs> team. I mean, this couldn't be any more racist if you tried. Now, this is the first time I've heard his voice, too. See, he's gay. He's, oh, he's definitely a gay man. He's gay as fuck. Yeah. No who, wonder. Who, he, who could have guessed that the gay camp guy is weird as shit? <laughs> right? Fuck the guy who wants dude. to send kids to conversion camps is fucking weird? Wait, he sent his kids to conversion camps? No, he didn't. He's just, he donated to the mm. fucking yeah. groups that were big conversion well, you can, camps. you know this. You can pray the gay away. That's how I did it. Yeah, that's yeah. where we all did it. It took a couple you know? of years, but it took mostly me quite, quite yeah. a number of years. It almost came back when I started drinking Bud Light. They were putting more fluoride in or something. I Mine almost thoughts. came back when I started sucking dick, and, oh. uh, but it didn't. I was just like, it didn't. It didn't keep. No, that's I was lucky. Like, I'm just sucking my, my buddy's dick. Yeah, because usually once fine. you get back into it that far, you're, no. that's another couple of years. Uh-uh. It was fine. I when you say back into it, you mean like back in the back of your throat or what? No, no I mean like back into that. You know what I mean? It's like I took that too literally. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I can't believe this is a real fucking video. So this is what people are bitching about. Yeah, I, I mean, what, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I, and, and and you know, justifiably so. 
That's fucking pathetic. That's the that's the craziest thing I've ever. Even the black guy was so uncomfortable. Was like, are you really as the CEO of Chick Fil A going to get down on your knees and shine my fucking tennis shoes that don't need to be shined? That's not even the right tool for that job. It's definitely not. That brush is for a grill. Yeah, that is not a shoe shine brush. And first of all, if the government wants to sponsor like shoe cleaning places to get your sneakers cleaned that are government paid all throughout the country, yep, I'm for it. Like that's one way to do this. But this like, is why you gotta make why you gotta make that done. Wait, why would you be for that? Do you not have dirty sneakers? <laughs> you know what this feels like to me? That seems like a problem that doesn't need to be solved. It sure Especially doesn't. not by the, giving the government more nope. power. Yeah, the fuck out. Don't here. need that at all. This feels to me like. Uh, all these companies got their marching orders of, hey, you got you to gotta pledge allegiance to this woke thing. And so they're all trying to figure out how to do it. And this guy got those marching orders and is such a racist. He had no idea how he could even like pursue pretending like he was woke. Yeah. He took it too far. I mean, this is so this just popped up a couple hours ago. And now I, we literally just watched this video for the first <clears> time. I hadn't even heard it or read a transcript. This is way worse than... I mean, what the fuck, bro? Well, that's the theory is that um, Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock own 5 to 15% of all these companies. Mm-hmm. And whenever they need capital, those are the three places they go to for it. And they've issued orders you know, at, at several different meetings in the past couple of years, WEF, Bilderberg meetings that just happened, what, a month ago, I think, that you're going to fall in line with this. Otherwise, we're going to cut off your capital or we're going to tank your stock and shit. That's the theory anyways. It's got to be a concerted effort here because these companies keep making the same horrific decisions over and over and over again, and I can't figure it the fuck out. Um, I think somebody cares. Somebody's got to care about the profits on the back end. This is what I can't. I I can't understand. This is this is battlefield preparation. They're drawing the battle lines. They're exposing who will uh, dissent and who will easily capitulate. Right. So it's like, oh, the chicken's so good. I'm just going to keep going there. They're going to see who's that fucking stupid. Right, and that they know that person will will be a collaborator in the in the wars to come. That's how it works. Okay, because the Bud Light thing is not ending, and they dropped another article about that last night. We were at the stadium because we obviously have the Seltzer Company, and uh, they were giving it away for free. Um, oh, what Bud Light? Yes, Bud Light and Budweiser. Okay, um, and then the bars we were at, uh, Dan. What was the first one? It was two for four dollars. Uh, oh then, yeah. The next yeah, bar yeah. we were at was a dollar. Uh, the other one, if you bought a shot, you just got a free Bud Light or a Budweiser with right. it. Um, and this was just, you know, we only went to five or six bars over the weekend in Tampa and, and they released their numbers and they're down 30% and everything else. Uh, because the real problem is if they don't sell it, then it has to get destroyed because you're not allowed to ship it back to the distributor at that right. point. So it's either they give it away for free or they just destroy it. Well, think it. about it this way. So, you know, um, Amazon loses money on Prime. They lose money on uh, Prime Video as well. Mm-hmm. They make their money on AWS, web services. And in the same way... BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street make their money on influence and extracting wealth from people by manipulating the stock market, by manipulating the mortgage market, and things like that. This stuff is all about control. All these sales of companies that they own, that's just about control. It has nothing to do with what's really going on financially in their companies. So at the end of the day, they, they, you really, they look Co- at themselves. Collectively, they manage about $100 trillion in assets. And they I, don't give a fuck about Bud I Light. understand that, but are they looking at their shareholders, their workers, and everybody else saying, all right, I care about a handful of people. I don't give a fuck about the million people that work for us. So, are you familiar with human history? Because it's always been like that. No, I understand, always. but there's so many jobs with like, even one of these companies, um, with Bud Light in particular, because you have truck drivers, you have the canning mm-hmm. process, you have the fucking... Uh, even the aluminum companies who sure, are yeah. doing all these sales, like, 
I mean, you're fucking over a million people by doing and, so. And, and by fucking them over, what's the result of that? You're making them more dependent on larger companies in the state, which is exactly what the fuck they want. But who else is left? So, but my, my point is this. Who else is left? So if you get a, like the thing that happened at Target, right? They had to call that emergency meeting. Bud Light, they had to get the fucking CEOs in. I don't know what's going to happen with this goddamn thing. We'll see. Uh, but at the end of it, if more and more of these big corporations keep going down, what is going to be left, I guess? The, the corporations haven't goes, gone down. Or it goes the other way where it's like you can lose track of, wait, so I'm supposed to protest all of these mm. brands? Right. You know what I mean? At some point, it's like when they all pledge allegiance to the woke thing, what are you going to do? Consume nothing? That's And that's the conversation I had with Delco one day after work where I was just like, you know, Nikes. Because Nike was the first one, right, uh, that I can remember where the Kaepernick oh, thing the Ka- happened yeah. and everybody was like, fuck this, I'm out of Nike. Right. But then you're down to like three shoe companies, right? right. So you switch to Adidas. And I, I told this story in the show. I switched to Adidas. Wear Adidas, and then Adidas starts popping out the trans commercials during the fucking NBA finals last year. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. All right, so who's left? New Balance. Uh, I mean, you're down to like four companies essentially that you can buy shoes from, and then you just stop giving a fuck. Um, what, what's right. the what is the product of a publicly traded company? For for I mean, any publicly traded company, whatever the good is, no the service. No, no, no. It's their stock. That's their product. That's all they care about. That's all they care about, right? So uh, Gigi's talking about it in the chat right now. In order for large pension funds and big conglomerates who do investments. To uh to own whatever stock they require, these ESG scores, right? The mm-hmm. fucking the, so the they, social credit score scores or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And if they don't have high ratings for being ethical, which includes inclusion and all this other fucking gay bullshit they've made up over the past few years, then they it, they lose out on that market. And that is the biggest transfer of wealth that happens on a day to day basis. So it's not about the product; it is about the stock price. And it's about moving money around that extracts wealth from the population and puts it into the hands of the very few. And it's always been like that through all of human history. This is nothing new. Robbie, you got a podcast. You know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Half off the bundle package right now. Ah, why? Why? I don't know why. I don't even know how they're making any money off that. 50% off when you combine the mattress and the adjustable base together. The most popular version is the Split King. It comes with two remote controls instead of one, but it still contains all the fun. You can go upsie downsy all aroundsies and uh, use the USB ports, flashlights to do whatever you want with the goddamn thing. It comes with two remote controls. Instead of one, you control your own destiny at night. Uh, super easy to set up to uh, a dummy like me even set that thing up in like less than 10 minutes. It just gets shipped to your house in a box. It's great. Drag it into the bedroom. Boom. You're ready to go. Now, if you already have the adjustable base and you just want the mattress, pop in that promo code drinking bros for 40% off over there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And guess what? They're giving you two free luxury pillows with the mattress right now. And the pillows are just as good as the goddamn mattress. Love those things. Uh, while you're there, check out the sheets. Uh, the sheets are underrated. I've got them in every single room in my house. I love them. Uh, they got the cover in case you're doing butt stuff or, or just want to keep the mattress nice with kids. Eating popcorn over the summer now that they're out of school. Eating popcorn all over the bed. Uh, and fill up the cart as high as it'll go because when you check out... You're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And uh, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. 
And it, again, it doesn't matter how high you filled up the cart. They're forced to give you the discounts on all those items, which is great. Uh, head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Maybe today's the day you get a new mattress, son. Uh, next up, we got mybookie.com promo code drinking bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. I'm sorry, my bookie took all your money last night. I had the heat plus eight, uh, and I put that in drinking bros sports on Facebook. It's a private group, but you can see all my betting slips in there right before the games kick off. Uh, Delco, what are the odds for the Denver Heat series? Nuggets are minus 440. Shit. Are you kidding me? No. So I think God the move damn. is okay. Uh, nuggets to win 4 1 yep. plus 240. Nuggets to win uh, 4 2 plus 400. Okay. Or the Nuggets to sweep plus 430. Put money on each, and you at least break even if you hit 4 1. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I think this is going to be. I think it's gonna be sweet. I, it might be four zero. It should dude. be a sweep. Four yeah. zero. What does four zero pay off it? Plus four thirty. Does it really? Yeah. Shit, I might be all in on that two hundo. But that'll probably pay off about eleven hundred bucks. Let's go. And then we got golf this week. Uh, where are we at this week in golf? Ohio Memorial. Oh shit! Jack's it's my old tournament. stomping grounds. Yeah. I've been in that tournament probably six or seven times. I love it, but uh, it's gonna. It, it'll probably be hot out there this weekend. I used to get trashed at that Columbia. That they was a that's a big tournament, dude. It's a big tournament. All right, I got a lot of shit to bet on this week, and then the NBA Finals is starting what uh, Thursday night. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. The first. any UFC this weekend? Yeah, fight night. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Lots, a lot of lots of gamble on this weekend. Uh, head on over to mybookie.com. Use that promo code Drinking Bros. Double that first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. Uh, it's nice to have a, a little action on the games when they're on in the background. The dog days of summer in here. We got to fucking figure it out, dude, and just keep some interest going. Go to mybookie.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros uh, to double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Sponsor-wise, does it get any better than HelloFresh? Hello. HelloFresh. I see you. I've been eating them with my wife for, man, I want to say three to four years now. Uh, We have it Monday through Thursday, maybe Friday, depending upon what the kids want to do. But it is the freshest ingredients you can get delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, And it's even cold. It's even chilled for you. So you can pop it right out of the box and into the fridge. Look, kids. Uh, If you're like me and you're going to the grocery store a few times a week and you're noticing that bill creeping up into triple digits, it's because you're trying to buy fresh food for your family. It's not sweet. However, HelloFresh makes it a lot easier by doing it for you. These are fresh meals with unbelievably fresh ingredients that get shipped right to your house with a little tiny card that tells you how to cook it. Uh, some meals you can even do in like 15 minutes. Some of the steaks a little longer, but uh, I'm not kidding, kids. I've had it Monday through Thursday or Friday for pretty much the last three or four years of my life. I'm a gigantic fan of them, but I never got a savings like this. Uh, this is HelloFresh.com slash DrinkingBros16, where you use the code DrinkingBros16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. 
I'm going to say that one more time because you're getting 16 free meals here. Nobody can offer you that. Not in podcasts and certainly not in life. How they're doing it, I'm not sure, but good on them. I love the food. It's the best in the biz. And right now you can get 16 free meals by going to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 16 and use the code DRINKINGBROS16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Gigantic fan of these guys. There's a reason why HelloFresh's tagline is America's number one meal kit. It's because they are. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save you a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I saw the commercials with Ryan Reynolds and I was like, I'll give it a go. My service sucks here anyways with AT&T, so I switched. It's been pretty easy over there. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month by going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail. Mint Mobile passes significant savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless service plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. That is mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. But take Budweiser, for example, and Anheuser-Busch. I'm looking at their stock price. So their 52-week high was 67. They're now down to 55 today. Uh, obviously, the stock market's still going, so this is live. It's 20% of your company that's fucking wiped. Bud Light is a very small company. What, what do you mean? Uh, in relation to the management firms, Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street, that is nothing. It's a no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm looking at Anheuser-Busch InBev, who owns them. Yeah, Twenty uh, percent of that, though, is pretty fucking massive. So, and you're saying somebody else, BlackRock, owns them? They own part of all of these companies. There's, okay. not, there's not one major publicly traded company that they don't own 5 to 15% of. Hmm. That's wild, dude. So it's just about, it's about power and control, being able to manipulate the market however you want. And I mean, I, I don't, the reason that they're pushing all the, the weird fucking equity inclusion and trans bullshit is just to divide people, right? That's, that's the only reason to do it. It doesn't make any financial sense to do it. And this, these are people that have typically made sound financial decisions. Yeah. Right? Cause that's what everybody's trying to figure out right now is why, <laughs> um, it, when, why tank your stock, why do all the things? But, uh, if you're saying the overall, arch of this whole thing is it the same three companies have money in all of it mm -hmm. i mean that's essentially what happened in that what what fucking case was that was it's uh dominion against mm -hmm. fox um they owned dominion and they owned fox news mm -hmm. so it was like oh great that's 747 billion dollars or yeah million dollars that they lost in that suit they didn't lose anything they didn't lose anything right it's the same companies that mm -hmm. own both so all right that makes sense i guess
Um, but then you're just going to lose all these stores and products. So, and- I, I, I mostly agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think you have like the, the picture 100% correct. You got these uh, BlackRock, which is in line with the Fed. They're really one and the same. Mm-hmm. You got these ESG scores. There's more money in being aligned with government and the powers that be than there is in actual market returns because the government, they're mafia. They can take your business at any point in time. Especially if you're planning on pulling weird shit like this, shorting the market and then hoping not to get investigated later, right? Right. I mean, that's a big deal. Um, or, like, like happened in 2008 and Yeah, nine. or actually in the last, uh, b- before Corona, uh, there were these problems like in, this, uh, in the repo markets. And then we had the largest ever bailout when they started sending everyone checks because they realized they couldn't do a bank bailout. Mm-hmm. And they actually gave over money to BlackRock through what they called a special purpose vehicle for basically BlackRock to just be bailed out of their own junk bonds. Because the Fed's not allowed to buy junk bonds. They created a special purpose vehicle Mm -hmm. that BlackRock was then able to take money from the Fed and go spend it and basically just bail themselves out of their junk bonds. The point I'm trying to make is that BlackRock is tied in in the Fed, and there's like it's just socialism now. It's not profits Mm. as much as it's being aligned with the powers that be. But what's going to be interesting is as they try and ram it down our throats, is it going to cost them so much money that they actually turn back? Which we're kind of seeing a little bit, even with the green energy revolution, that they're making decisions now that is going to affect our infrastructure like permanently in a way that we don't have the energy resources that we need. But they're already starting to see that like our central planning is not working, and they're starting to walk it back a little bit. So are we going to see the same thing with these corporations that as pledging like the market so hates it because the people who are drinking Bud Light, they're not in tune with ESG. They don't know mm. about this stuff, <laughs> but they're like, wait a second, I'm a customer of this product. Why does this product hate me now? Like, I'm not going to go buy it. Like, wh- why are they preaching to me something that has nothing to do with me? Go show me tits on the screen, support my sports team. Yeah. Like, I'm your customer. Why do you hate me as your customer? They're in tune. They realize something's wrong here. It's all just socialism. That's what it is. Yeah, because I'm looking at... So Budweiser's stock is down 20% since this happened. Uh, Target is now down 15% since, since that happened. Right. Um, one would... Th- I mean, that's just so many billions of dollars at that point. One would think, like, holy shit, we got to stop the bleeding. Well, Maybe then, this is real. What's well, really it depends ruin on them. where their business is going, though. Like, that stock is down, but what stock's up? What stock in the same uh, general area is up? That's what matters. Uh, I guess your comparison would be probably Walmart. So let's check out Walmart. Uh, I think Amazon would be a more apt comparison. Well, Amazon, I think, to me, is, I mean, the shipping right to your house within mm-hmm. 48 hours is fucking amazing. And I, I don't know that Target does that. Well, Maybe yeah, but I mean, so this is, we, we've seen a concerted effort since the 1980s to push people into, into larger industrialized fucking commercial sales, right? That's, that's just been the case. Because... They want people disconnected from the product. If they're disconnected from the product, then you can make the product whatever you want. They also want monopolies because no matter how bad the product is, they can still charge the same amount and you can't do shit about it. Mm-hmm. It is socialism, essentially, right? I mean, that is what it is. The government takes control of this stuff, does away with competitiveness completely, and then they just control everything. And by, as such, they control the population. That's, that's the whole fucking game plan. Yeah. And this isn't the first place it's happened. This uh, is just a this is just a more industrialized version. Walmart's down about three percent. Uh, that's not bad. They got reporting. What about Amazon earnings next week? Uh, Amazon is last month. Uh, they're up twenty percent. So it's weird I, how it's the exact amount. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Well, it's going to be interesting if uh, if Budweiser takes a permanent hit. 
like if they get displaced by people like you coming into the market, mm-hmm. better product going, hey, I don't hate you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to sponsor the things that you like. We're going to use our profits. We're going to build our community. Uh, if brands really do displace them, it's going to be like, at what point does the socialism break that they, they realize, oh, we can't beat the market. We can't beat consumer interest. At some point. Why not? Amazon's woke as fuck. Yeah. And Fair, yeah, it's all it's so, always has been, but nobody talks about it ever. Right. So why the fuck you can buy a probably a fucking like the most fucked up dildo you could think of mm-hmm. on Amazon, but yep. people are like, oh, I'm tired of this woke shit. I'm going to Amazon. Like yep. you're not a very sure. smart person if that's what you're saying. But that's what that's what is happening and right, what will right, continue right. to happen. Yeah, and uh, it's funny you bring up Amazon, Bob. There was a commercial that came out uh, recently where it was a chick with a mustache. Did you see that one? Uh, and then she buys this Freddie Mercury clothing it was all during the nba playoffs and all those those stuff the masters there was backlash immediately and then they recut the commercial and then started airing that one again without the mustache in it and uh yeah uh, you're right because if you search fucking amazon you could find i bet you if you put in like a gremlin butt plug you could get it you could get a butt plug off amazon easily you can get a fucking butt plug and then here's a million you know just don't get an mri (laughs) did you see that story oh Oh my god God. actually we did the math on it idiot no we did a whole show on that shit uh what do you got bob pop that up on the screen uh a million things that would make people never want to shop at target again yeah but i bet there's a million uh conservative things on there that would make liberals not want to shop there probably oh yeah I, so to me, I guess. Amazon only to me, and this I could be foolish about this, has only ever cared about the money because most of the shit is fake on there. I mean, even the, the shirts that I got for my kids that one time for the Dude Perfect thing that I've said a few times on the show, those were fake, and like they're not even stopping that because they're like, well, money's money. Amazon you pay half a retail for that probably. Amazon cares about the the user data. That's what they care okay. about. They they care about user data for AI and predictive algorithms. That's what they care about. Because a lot of people are asking uh, in these news articles, when is it going to end? Right. And I, I wonder if some of these stocks tanking will uh, eventually I think flip it and tip the scales. Or Yeah, I mean, here's, a, here's something that would probably send yeah. the Brooklynites running it's away. It's not from a t- gun. It's a high-speed wireless communication device. That's amazing. Or uh, there's another one. Uh, just like cheese shit. I don't run. I reload. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, FBI female body inspector. Like they got a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guns control shirts. I guess I guess you can respect. It's like, well, they don't care about anything. No, that's capitalism. And if they want (laughs) to sell weird shit to uh, leftists and weird shit to right people, I don't give a fuck. And that's all I for. Yeah, yeah, as long as you do both, I don't fucking care. Me neither. And I, I, that's who I've always thought of Amazon is because they've sold shit from China too forever. They don't care. They don't care. It's that is the most amoral company that exists. And good for them because it's nobody's business what I want to buy. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the most morally corrupt company. They no, no, literally no. lose money. There's something morally corrupt about serving the entire population. No, no, not about that. But what they've done in particular to small brands is where they'll lower their prices right below small brands and then lose money until those brands are gone. Yeah, because mm. delivery is not what they care about at all. Look, no, they care about user data. It's yeah, not sure this other stuff. It's not about morality or anything like that. All right, people don't mind if you're a massive piece of shit. You just have to be consistently mm-hmm. a piece of shit. Yeah, like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Um, and if you change, that's when people come after you. Like I, we've been the same shitheads for years, so it's it's great. As but long it, as we, we maintain it to the know? point of when shit might turn around. I'm not sure that in the corporate world it really will. Maybe maybe there's some. Um, timeline adjustment to the right like they push things out farther 
for example, the green shit is going to have to get pushed out probably to the 2050 to 2075 time period now because the tech just isn't coming along. Right. And they're not going to fuck themselves over. Like yeah. That, that's, you can't trust these people. You can trust them to look after their own self-interest. You know what I mean? Uh, but to the point of when it might turn around is when people stop spending money at Walmart and Target and things like that. Right. Yeah. Like find places locally to buy shit. That's the only way you can fight back against this. Yeah, I mean, did you make that shirt? Is that one of your uh, merch shirts for your podcast? Yeah, so part of the problem, I think we did a limited release of these, and uh, so I got a nice stockpile of them. Cause okay. Because they, they were free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my whole wardrobe now. The company printed a bunch of T-shirts. And that's all the that's most it. of the shit we wear in here, yeah. unless I'm running late. Well, I, we had a flight, so, uh, yeah, I didn't get to throw in the drinking bros shit today, but, uh, yeah, just grabbed whatever was around. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, all right, great, that's my wardrobe go. now. Yeah. <laughs> That, some sweatpants, because it could be hot in here. It could be cold. We never really know, because it's Texas. And then we'll all kind of figure it out as, as we go here. Um, you're at Gas Digital, right? Yeah, so I'm on a Dave Smith's podcast, Part of the Problem. How do you like it? I love it. I mean, we're uh, three days a week, and it's crazy how many people are listening to us talk politics. Is it, though? I mean, it's one of those things where uh, I think people are done with the news. Yeah. They're done with traditional news. Uh, even Fox. Like, I think Fox is dead. Right. I, I have not heard, ever since Tucker got fired, not one conservative buddy has been like, oh, man, did you hear what Hannity said? Or fucking, right. like, everybody's gone from Fox. It's like their man. cultural influence just died. It, it is. It was, yeah. And it was like that. It was overnight. Right. It was like the Bud Light thing. Yeah, you the last like, time hey, I've dude, even seen gone. an article from Fox or something on Twitter or anything, just dead. Gone. CNN, pretty much gone at this point. Yeah. Uh, MSNBC, all that shit is gone. I feel like it's all turned to podcasts, and that's kind of where everybody's going for political shit, which will make this upcoming election so interesting because yes. the next year, I think more and more people will be shifting to hear opinions versus fake news journalists sitting there right. just telling you, well, this is what's happening out here. Well, you, you know, know what like- the difference between the two is, right? Like when you admit up front that it's, your, that, that it's an opinion-based show, you first deliver the facts of the case and then you give your opinion about it. Mm-hmm. The difference between that and corporate news is they start immediately with the spin from the very beginning, choosing what words they say, which stories they cover and how. And that's not like we talk about everything. Yeah. We just like we may be right or wrong or we may align with you or not. But the establishment of the fact has to happen first. Otherwise, there's no context well, for us to fucking be talking about it. And there's also just the team sports aspect mm-hmm. of trying to watch CNN or Fox News. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, it gets exhausting because you know that they're only they're selling you an opinion. It's so tedious. Yeah. yeah. At least if you're listening. Firstly, mine and Dave's track record on a lot of issues have been pretty flawless. I mean, you look at the last uh, I've been on the show now five years. We got Corona right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your audience got vaccinated. Sorry if they did. No. We got the Russia well, collusion thing right. We mm-hmm. were calling bullshit on that the entire time. Like literally you take the biggest issues and for years, we were breaking down why they were lying to you. And our track record is, yeah. I, I don't think we've gotten any major story wrong yet, other than we didn't predict, I think, Trump getting winning the first time. That might be one of the only, but anyways. We got that one right, oh, but we, really? we were wrong in 2020. Did you think Biden was going to win? At the beginning, unless they had rigged it, I didn't think that there was a possibility, because Biden always had a reputation of being the world's biggest idiot. Mm. And then you were getting an older, more incompetent version of him. Uh, they lucked out by keeping in a basement, you know, and not having to run a campaign in any capacity. But, they're, they, but they're not doing that now either. Well, well, we'll see what ends up happening. I think they might try and play the card of that Donald Trump's a known sexual assaulter, and so we can't even be in the same room as him. I think they might be so undignified, and 
we, we won't even uh, admit to the fact that that's an option for the American people. And anyone who even thinks of voting him in should consider themselves a racist or whatever. I don't think that's going to work. I don't either. And, and, we'll by, and by the way, his video that he put out for announcing you know, his reelection bid has right. 458,000 views. That's what, it. Biden's? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. I, but allegedly 81 million people voted for him, right? So how the fuck are there <laughs> only 450,000 people watching? I mean, right. that's nuts Well, homeless me. people don't watch YouTube live. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, you know, a lot of the conversation around ballot harvesting was about older people, but the larger subset of ballot harvesting happened with homeless people in major cities. Interesting. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to do it now. I think Carrie Lake or somebody filed a thing, and I, I've seen these She's videos. She's got one around. lawsuit that apparently is going through. Yes. Yeah. And there was some video that I watched the other day of it, um, of people showing up and dumping these. Mm. It looked like uh, they were pulling out the data cards, those SD cards, mm. and then switching them and flipping. That was the only way I thought it could be done as well. Right. Um, so whether or not it actually happened is hard to prove. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, we, the, the whole vaccination thing, we, we were on that too. I ended up getting it when I got invited to talk to the White House, ironically. Really? That was the only way that I could get in. Okay. That was the only way they would let us in right. to, to go. And uh, it was another friend of mine, I won't say his name on the show. He was in town uh, a couple weeks ago and he did the same thing. Right. And we were chatting about it at the dinner and he goes, uh, was, it, was it worth it to you? Right. And I go, well, I put worse shit in my body, one. Two, because um, we've raged for right. years and years and years. But I, I go, two, I wanted to see for myself what it was really like on the inside. Okay. Um, speaking to Congress and Senate and seeing right. all of it in person. And, uh, and I wanted to know the answer and I got it. And it was miserable. And I would I, cut my own dick off and eat it. Before but, I would do that. But you've been, right? You've been to the White House. Yeah, but if I had never been. So for if, me. If somebody offered me a trip to fucking Mars and back right now, if I would get vaccinated, I would mm -hmm. tell them to suck my hog. So for me personally, I, I couldn't go on air every day if I didn't. Meet, I just I wanted to know the answer if you, if you could actually fix it. Because um, I still believed at one point before I went there that you could vote for the right person. You could fix it. There would be some conversations. Right. You could have conversations with the other side or whatever. They're so fucking divided there that they eat in separate cafeterias. They never see each other. It's mostly the staffers. It's Do they have separate the aides, water fountains as well? Stuff, pr pretty close. Like, I, I mean, mean I you, they, you laugh, but they probably it, should. you were in a separate fucking building, dude, when you eat. And when you walk in, there's not... So to, to put it in perspective, there's when you walk into the RNC and have lunch, because we had lunch at the RNC and then lunch at the DNC. I said, you guys want to eat together? Like, no. When you walk in... There's only pictures and paintings of Republicans. Okay. There's only pictures and paintings of Republicans in the Democratic one as well. And you're like, holy shit, it's divided from the second you step foot on right. to that goddamn place. What was, the, like, uh, what was the invite? Uh, the invite was a, for a nonpartisan bill uh, for funding for the arts, for kids, okay. high schools. And uh, they invited like musicians, actors, podcasters, all that stuff. Right. So they wanted to put you know, money for podcasting equipment in, in uh, high schools and middle schools and things like that. Right. And I got invited. And, uh, and when you're there, to me at least, I had all my answers where I was like, You'll never fix any of this stupid shit. Right. But it also helped me figure out why Trump was constantly so frustrated where I think he thought it was going to be like a board meeting where you right. just picked up the phone and said, all right, everybody's meeting down here and we're all going to have this out together. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're going to have to go through four million people to do it. Um, and even Crenshaw, a buddy, a buddy of ours was uh, friends with Dan Crenshaw. And there was a vote that was going to happen. And 
he wasn't there and he had gone on vacation. And I was like, well, who does that? Right. Who goes in and votes? And it's it's one of their aides. It's one of their people. And you're like, Jesus Christ, this is a very important bill. And you're not even going to show up for this shit. Right. Like, so after that, it was broken. And everything that Dan had said on the show for years was true, in my opinion. But I didn't know that until I could see it in person. And I was just like, this is fucked. I don't actually think it's broken. I think it's operating exactly how it's supposed to. You think government is? Sure, yeah. I mean, not by the system that we set up, but by how government has been uh, has has meant to work throughout human history. Yeah, it's working exactly. It's taking our it's wealth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it extracts wealth and it's growing. and leverages power. That's yeah. it. But but I still thought, and I still think there's a lot of people out there who think, "Hey, dude, this vote's really going to matter. This person or this thing that I love is going to change the world and make right. a difference." And now, you know. No, it's 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 not because you still need two hundred other motherfuckers to agree with you on something. Right. And sort of, good luck right? With that. I mean, so uh, Trump's naivety fucked us big time. He should have fired everybody at every executive executive branch from the top down, mm-hmm. everybody, and start over. He should have eliminated the Department of Homeland Security mm-hmm. immediately. That should have been the first goddamn thing he did when he got into office. But, but he felt he... like, oh, you can't do that. Uh, yeah, you can, bitch. You sure can, and we'll deal with the fucking uh, fallout from it. I don't know, so though, I, but the, you're, yeah. as a president, you're so isolated from everyone else that it's... Because I met all of Biden's aides and all that right. shit right before you go up there. They're running around telling him shit, and it's like, all right, is, is it, that it, true? It, is, it's, any company, it depends. if it, You can be a good or bad boss. You can take initiatives. You can decide that you care about things. If you show up day one, you go, hey, I'm cleaning house, and people go, well, you can't... Uh, no, I'm fucking in charge, and this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. He could have gotten rid of Fauci. He could have stood up to the deep state. He could have done a lot of things. At the end of the day, he was happy to have won, and, you know, he's, he, Trump's in it for Trump. To what you were saying, though, about things can't get better, nothing's going to get done, um, I don't know that we're going to see tremendous improvements immediately, but we're playing for keeps on some really important issues, like just being allowed to have our free speech, not supporting uh, digital, uh, the you know the CBDC, yeah, the CBDC, yeah. pushing back on the green energy bullshit, pushing back on these ESG investing. Which, by the way, they even just had to pass a law. Uh, Biden did that. If you're a fi- financial advisor, you're allowed to take into account not just the profits, but also like the ESG stuff. Mm-hmm. So they've literally made it a law that I can make a bad investment as long as it goes in line with the woke agenda. And I'm not responsible for the fact that I lost somebody their money. Where normally you would have a fiduciary responsibility. To make to someone the... money. Yeah. And they've okay. changed it. And they even changed the reporting that now companies have to actually like the same way you would have a compliance officer. You're going to have to have like your ESG officers to self-report where you're at with these things. But the point I'm just making is that there's some like really, really horrible shit that's on the table right now mm-hmm. in terms of government control. The biggest one just being... Um, Freedom of speech on the internet. I mean, what they were able to do this past election cycle of removing the Hunter Biden laptop story off the basis that was nuts, dude. I mean, that was nuts. And now we know the story, and no one even cares. Literally, the Biden campaign called up the CIA director and said, "Hey, listen, there's some bad information coming out. What can you do for us?" Mm-hmm. And then the deep state went to work and they put up some fake story that everyone reported. Oh, looks like Russian disinformation. And then the tech companies took the information. Like we have tech censorship right now. I lost my YouTube channel countless times on COVID, what was misinformation, right. and has all turned out to be confirm- confirmed true. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go through the things I was saying, it all turned out to be true. So it's like, 
I, I think step one to just seeing the country getting better is one, we need to actually care about free speech, kind of have to go after Fauci for all the nonsense of the profiteering and his relationship with pharmaceutical industries and whatever the fuck happened with the totalitarianism that we saw when it came to COVID. And then we have to just stand up against the central back digital currencies because that's like the end of freedom. But right now, the Republicans have Congress. Yes. Why aren't they doing anything about the Hunter Biden thing? Oh, they're pushing it. They're, uh, firstly, is uh, right now the head of the FBI uh, might uh, – they refused to turn over – there was a whistleblower that said that there was a document that literally documented – this is what they're claiming – documented a bribe to Biden, I think, when he was uh, vice president. Mm-hmm. In 2014, yeah. Thus far, the FBI has refused to hand over that information. Two subpoenas, and they've refused them both. Right. They've, they've totally refused yeah. it. Um, I don't know that they're doing the best job – but they're they're running committees. They're pulling people in. Uh, Chris was it Chris Ray's the guy who's kind of running it. Him and Jim Jordan. They Jim seem Jordan now. yeah they seem to be after it. I don't know that they've done the best job of pre- presenting the case to the American people. Uh, but I, they're not letting it slide. But 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 let's flip it, okay? Yes. The Democrats were able to do not one but two impeachments against Trump. Yes. With even less. And they also were able to spend not even not even less with fabricated. information. Uh, Correct. That's very different. Why can't the Republicans do this now and then force their hand and saying, hey, you have articles of impeachment. You've got to turn over those fucking documents right now. Why aren't they doing it? I think we're I can't answer for the Republicans. I, I would like to also see them be more aggressive or at least make a better show out of. uh. Well, here's just one other side of it. They're all in on making money off of what they do. Right. So like whatever the Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden racket is, they're all in that business. Clinton was in that business. You know how much money they were making with the Clinton Foundation still when are. she was in the State Department? Yeah, they're, they're still Not are, yeah. at the same level. I think if you look at the amount of money Saudi Arabia was spending with her between when she was in the State Department and when she left, you, you guys can go look that one up. I think it's like an astronomical difference. And then uh, Trump got some crazy payday from Saudi Arabia to slap his name on a hotel. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, And I don't know what Jared Kushner's up to. The point I'm trying to make is that the, the, there's a level of corruption that is their business, right? So even if you're on the Republican side, I don't know that you necessarily want to actually take out the Bidens for whatever their Russia-Ukrainian collusion, Hunter Biden payments are, because that's the business you're all in. This yeah, is but, what I tell you. That's why I have no hope in it. This is <laughs> this is what I tell you all the time. The aristocracy will protect itself before mm-hmm. it'll protect any particular posi- position, especially a political one. Right. They don't really care about that. That's all smoke and mirrors. Totally. And that's why I have zero hope in any of this. Um, no. So I mean, you're t- I'm as anti-government as they come, but just uh, for I, I, for this next election cycle. Like, even if Trump comes in, he's going to do a ton of stuff that I would absolutely hate because he spent more money than anyone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a fiscally conservative person. I don't like wars, so I don't like Trump. But we're playing with some really, really dangerous stuff with the Senate. Like, just to explain, I don't know, have you heard about the central bank digital currencies at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've talked about on the show numerous times. It's literally the ability for them to track every dollar that you spend and just remove you from your money at any point in time and possibly to institute, hey, you, you've consumed too much carbon today. You yep. consume too much meat today. Yep. You got the wrong political opinion. So I, I don't know. There's just like certain things that are on the table that I think publicly, if people were informed enough, we would all oppose. And at least we're, we're back to like a playing field where maybe we could start having conversations about, you know, Democrats, Republicans actually coming together and making improvements. But the I'll go back to the 2016 thing with uh, the Steele dossier and all that other shit right. that was made up, made up in the Russian disinformation 
With the Durham reports, it was all proven not true, right? Right. And they not, don't care. Nothing. Not, not, and, not, not, not only we knew already that the Steele dossier was fake. What the Durham report proved was that Clintons. the Clintons fucking did everything. Mm-hmm. It proved that both Biden and Obama knew that it was fake. It right. proved that the head of the DOJ knew it was fake, and it proved that the head of the intelligence community knew it was fake, and they, they kept their mouth shut and just let it happen. That's what it proved. But that's that, not the same thing. It's not, but that's all of that, the whole Durham report, mm-hmm. everything that was in it, divided our country more than anything next to the Civil War, I guess, and nothing is going to well, be done they, about that. So they do a really good job of um, slowing down truth coming out to once it's already served its purpose and it doesn't matter. So, like, that Russia collusion storyline, it ruined Donald Trump's presidency. For two full years, the guy was dealing with that nonsense every single day on the news. And he lost some public support enough so. I don't know if he was ever going to build a wall or get any of his shit done. But they definitely, like, he was the elected official representing people that elected him. And instead of doing that, we spent two years talking about Russia collusion instead of making improvements to our country or at least giving the guy a chance to actually represent the people that voted him in and do something. What was that, four years ago? Corona since then? No one gives a shit anymore. They're really good at that. Like, for example, I mean, you look at the public information now that we know about, you know, the war on terror. It was all bullshit. Does anyone care? It it already happened. You know what I mean? They do a very good job of letting the truth come out. But once it's once their lie has already served its purpose, like the Corona stuff, they sold as many vaccines as they needed to sell. They're moving on. Now they can let it out that, hey, it doesn't prevent infection. They can let it out that virus is going to mutate. It's not going to work anyways. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. th- that's what evil they do a very good job at is that the truth will come out, but we'll, we'll be removed enough from the consequence of that lie that there aren't a lot of emotions to, hey, you lied to me. So why are you hopeful then that any good is going to come out of the horrific shit that because could be Because as, as long as there's free speech, like people value truth and people value good products. They, they value... Uh, things that actually benefit them and their lives it takes total control for socialism to box out items that actually create value so like for example you know like i I mean there are now a lot of people that are listening to me instead of the corporate media because i don't lie to them i'll tell them what i don't know or i'll tell them hey this is my opinion but they're listening to me over that because i'm actually true it takes removing my content from the internet for people to not see it for them you know what i mean for because the point is like, I, I just look at the ESGC score thing. I kind of sum it down to elites don't want to compete. I just keep it very simple. That's all it is. Because in order to compete, you have to actually have a product of value. And when you're in control, it's a lot easier just to create laws that box other people out. Mm-hmm. So what gives me hope is I'm just saying is that as long as there's freedom of speech and there's an ability to compete in the markets, this is not what people actually want. It only works if they have total control. And as much as they're pushing for it, I don't think they're going to get it. Like, if they could have, they would have had us all with fucking ha- health passports on our phone. They couldn't take it that far. You know what I mean? There's just, like, enough of a flavor. We got close. We got close. We got real close. Um, we got real close. But think about how uh, think about how Russia operates. We, we, we're so myopic in the West. Russia took, uh, they, they went into Georgia, they went into Crimea, now they're into Ukraine. And, and some, whenever the next weak administration, they'll be into the next thing, right? Wait, you think Russia but, actually does want to, like push further into europe i think y'all for sure they do yeah but i think they're just chipping away right like that's how they operate and if it takes them a hundred years that's what they'll do and if it takes these uh uh, aristocrats if you want to call them that you know a thousand years to figure this out or a hundred years 
we think the, the general population typically thinks in terms of four to eight years, right? And they think in terms of generations, and that's how you lose battles. It's like thinking you won the game after the first quarter's over. Um, so I, I don't know if um, I don't I don't know, I don't think there's anything that can really be done about it, right? You just have to wait because at some point it will crumble because it's socialism because power is so concentrated in such a small area uh, is volatile, right? It is volatile because you have to constantly have constant control over people. And people have a natural urge to rebel against that sort of stuff, no matter how. Like, socialism doesn't really last all that long in most places. There are well, revolution after revolution in places like this. I think part of it is also just central planning doesn't work. No. And so, to whatever extent they try and well, interfere not at the macro in the market. Yeah. No, but, like, yeah, I, I even, every once in a while you read about these green energy initiatives, and then you have, like, a guy like Thomas Massey. If you've never seen that video, Thomas Massey was ad- asking Pete Buttigieg about... How are we possibly going to have the energy infrastructure? And he got into the specifics. They couldn't answer it. Mm -hmm. So this is what I was talking about with the value. The central planning doesn't work. So if it's forced to actually compete about against market solutions, they're going to lose. Sure. Yeah. And then socialism always ends up having to compete because it can't logistically provide ever. It never will be able to. Right. It just it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work out that way. So you deal with famine. You deal with energy blackouts. You deal with lack of water. It always happens no matter what. So really, I don't know that there's any political solution to this. Maybe there is. Who knows? I mean, maybe their back gets broken at some point, but, you know, just in case, buy meat and guns. Yeah, I'm on know. board with that. By the way, your meat guy, um, we had it over the weekend. Holy shit, yeah. dude. It's real meat. What's his name again? What's the website? Jakesteaks.com. Jakesteaks.com. We made the bison last night for dinner um, for the kids. Find it was delightful. local to buy your meat. Yeah, we got the ground beef uh, coming out tonight at the old house. And god damn, it was incredible. You don't even have to add any spices or anything to Just that. salt and pepper, man. It's nuts, it. dude. It's absolutely nuts. Um, hey, thanks for being here today. Hey, this was awesome. Thank this, you so tell much. Tell everybody where your, your, your podcast can be found. Uh, all right, so firstly, I'm on tour. I do Summer Porch Tour. I throw uh, shows from people's backyards. You can find the dates on uh, RobbieTheFire.com. about to release all the dates. On tour also with Dave Smith. We're going to be in Syracuse next weekend. I got my personal podcast, Run Your Mouth, which is usually on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, you'll get every single headline with some jokes mixed in. And then on the other days, I do uh, Part of the Problem with Dave Smith, which is uh, probably the biggest uh, libertarian news podcast out there. So check it out. Awesome. Man. Yeah, and if you're in Syracuse, go to the show and hook up with these guys because it's fucking boring as shit up there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in Syracuse. Like, bring some booze out to them and let them party with yeah. you. Yeah, drop yeah. some acid, dude. Break a bottle. Yeah. There we go. Uh, now's the point in the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. Um, we have a wild one uh, this this show, dude. I'm going to pull it up now. Hey, Bob, will you grab that bat, too, in the back? From, oh, uh, I thought you were going to say it's the one? dude who fucked Terry Schiavo's sister. No. Uh, well, he said he would come on the show and talk okay, about good, it. So yeah. uh, we did meet the guy who fucked Terry Schiavo's sister, Who's, I don't which know was Terry a big Schiavo deal was. for that. Uh, uh, she's on that mug right there, if you want to pull her up. Do you remember the woman in Florida who was on a feeding tube Schiavo? back in the day? And there was like a whole Supreme Court case about it. It was a dance called Everybody Do the Schiavo, too. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, to be honest. Okay. And so, we're, we're bad people, so obviously we talk about it all the time. It was super dark. Thanks, Bob. Um, <laughs> got oj simpson shit all over the fucking Ooh, desk. yeah Can't so uh that. it's brian <laughs> Schoenweil, and i'm probably mispronouncing it or showing will uh s-c-h-o-n-e-w-i-l-l-e uh you can go to the wide and, and hold that up bob if you want look at that so he got dan a signed bat from tom glavin and then including this amazing case yeah. world series champs. and it says uh it's got the caption is chicks dig the long bottle i don't know if you remember that chicks commercial dig the long that ball. he and uh 
Maddox did with Mark McGuire. One of the one of the uh, best of all mm-hmm. time. Uh, and then obviously I'm a huge, huge Atlanta Hawks and Braves fan, and he got me a signed Deion Sanders framed picture. Now these are amazing. Uh, however, he sent them to the wrong address. It was the studio the old one, yeah. that, that we used to rent on Old Tour. Uh, just for everybody out there, we we're no longer there. We have not been there for over a year now at this point. Uh, we were out on uh, Highway 290 West. So if you're sending anything to the office, please use that address. Because what happened was there was a tattoo shop, I guess, that leased that building. Mm. We own all of this stuff here. Um, but it took us, I don't know, six, eight months to gut it and repaint it and put all the sets in and everything else. So we're still at the old studio. A tattoo artist now rents that place and would not give back these items. I guess he was going to sell them on like eBay or something. So Brian called the police and the police went down there and the guy said, no, I didn't receive any of these packages. This is uh, the things that we got were like computer paper. Turns out, no, it was about $1,500 worth of signed memorabilia and shit. And uh, a cop in Austin PD a uh, detective came here and uh, and actually drove them to our new office and gave them to Dan and I in person on Friday. And he didn't want his name said the cops, so we're not going to say it. But uh, we're grateful to him and we're grateful t- uh, for, for Brian for sending this in. <laughs> Let's just send it to the next, the right address next time. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Um, yeah. But these are fucking awesome, dude. And we'll put these up on set. And uh, this was a super rad gift. He hit me up like three times. Finally, I was just like, I had to go seven on him. I was like, what's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box, man? Right. And he goes, dude, it's this signed <laughs> Deion Sanders and Tom Glavin shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We got to get that. Right. Um, so, yeah, a cop uh, came and dropped it off. I guess the guy got stuck. It was a uh, $4,000 fine and a year in jail and a mm. felony if, if he would have not given it up. So oh. he ended up calling the police back and saying, saying hey, I'll g- hey, I, I, found I magically it. found I, it. I didn't realize it, but it's actually <laughs> under those computer yeah. papers. My bad. What a fucking chud. Yeah. <laughs> so we got it back. I don't know the name of the tattoo place or else I'd go scorched earth on it. I will f- yeah. I'll find it by tomorrow. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll find it. But either way, uh, thank you, Brian, for sending this in. It rocks, and, and this will be hung on our set soon. Uh, flop on over to Drinking Bros Sports. We'll be live there in about 15 minutes for the uh, Tuesday morning recap since we were off on Monday. Uh, obviously, we don't profit off of our dead friends, so we don't have shows on Memorial Day. So uh, we're still going to do the sports show, though, however, uh, even though it is Tuesday. In the meantime, again, thanks for being here, man. And check out his podcast and, uh, and go party with him in Syracuse. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. For Danthony Danthony, Holloway, and Ross Patterson, this is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>